We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Live from Studio 6B, Real America's Voice. It is a uh, Thursday night. Yes, that's what it is. I've kind of kind of lost track of the week because of uh, Tuesday and Monday's weird show. And now, of course, we're on tonight. Uh, Real America's Voice, thank you for joining us. Dish Network, Channel 219, Pluto TV, Channel 470. You can also catch the show on Samsung TV Plus on a newer Samsung TV, uh, Channel 1029. We're also on all of the socials. You guessed it. Facebook, uh, Twitter, Getter. And, of course, join us on the Getter feed, the Getter chat. Uh, Always a good time inside the Getter chat. Let me run over there real quick just to uh, find the live stream. Yep, we are up. We are running. Just click on it, and it'll take you right into the uh, very nice group of of chatters that we gather up every single night. Yeah, get in that chat. It's always so many laughs in that. Yeah. Those guys, people are blessed. And, of course... Joining us today doing news, Paul Nolan is here. How are you, sir? I am well, my friend. I'm doing well. Just excited to be here. Glad Damon's out of the, out tonight. Yep, Damon is out. He'll be back tomorrow night. No big deal. Nothing uh, nothing to worry about. Family plans got got, got shifted, yeah, so he's doing stuff. that. Healthy, happy, yeah. happy stuff. Exactly. Anytime you can do stuff with the family, that got that has to come first. And of course, Slick Rick with sports. Slick Rick. Um, I know you've got this story because you mentioned it, but yes. man, that is a seismic, seismic thing, right? Yeah, notice I wore my, uh, well, my commander's colors. I was going to say something else. Uh, I wear my <laughs> commander's colors tonight. Yeah, great story with uh, Dan Snyder. Uh, not great for him, though, but yeah, we're going to get into that. We got, don't, Thursday night football, boys. We got the, the Atlanta Falcons at the Carolina Panthers, and I understand uh, they got a little bit of a weather issue down there. The over under dropped three points in the last half an hour. So uh, that's going to be a crazy game weather wise. And uh, you have a couple of NFL stories, including uh, Giselle built, uh, bought a house across from uh, Tom Brady uh, yesterday. What? <laughs> what? Oh, I can't wait for that. <laughs> right across the street. Right across the canal, Paul. Oh, of course. Uh, right. she's, she, and she's going to fill it with crocodiles. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, All right. So we'll, uh, we'll look forward to Are you going to do a bet tonight? I, I know Damon's not here, but of course Paul is. Yeah, I, I saw a big D earlier, but I wasn't able to nail him down. So I'm not going to bet him well, on I, anything. You'll, wait a sec. We what have, what uh, about him? I bet the under tonight. So I already needed under. I got 42. Um, oh, the under is, that, is under is gold tonight with that weather coming. Oh in. boy, I'm doomed. <laughs> it's only ten mile an hour winds. Yeah, but they got that. What is that? That state, that tower that they built, that rental tower, and that wind whips around there. It's going to cause all kinds of havoc, from what I'm hearing. Uh, remnants of the hurricane. What was the hurricane down in Florida earlier uh, um, that hit yesterday? I think we, it's Nicole. Nicole, yeah, Nicole thank you, yeah. G. Yes, yeah, so Hurricane Nicole is going to come in and uh, probably show all up right, with Giselle. So we'll, we'll hold it off to another <laughs> night. We'll hold it off for another night. Yeah, why? What, what are you? What are you thinking, Paul? Come on, Paul? just go for it. Uh, well, who do, do you do, like? Do, in, do how about thousand. this? Who do you like in the game? 
Um, I don't like either of these teams. They're both horrible. Right, but so I we'll think pick it another night. I mean, you're not going to knock my door ah, down on. for the five Gs, are you? Do a no, thousand. We'll, there's no interest, right? No. Do a thousand. All right, no. cool. We'll just wait. We'll Do let it roll. All right, you got more important things to get to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're not going to do a thousand. No, we're going to let it go. Let it go. All right, whatever. Thanks, Rick. No, no, no trust in, in your picking skills, I guess. Oh, well, we I both like the same trust. side. Oh, sorry. yeah. That takes so, the fun out of it. I hear you. All right, so lots of stuff to get to tonight, um, but I think. And it's something we, we, you know, we, we covered the, the election the last two nights, Tuesday night, of course, um, the election itself. Then yesterday, recapping everything, which we spent a majority of the show on. The one thing we didn't talk about, we kind of just kind of gave a little, ooh, a little touch right at the end of the show. Um, and that is, of course, shenanigans. When it comes to elections, as we've seen um, from as far back. You know, some people say 2012 was full of shenanigans because everything was the winds were blowing against Obama, but somehow he won. All right. Whatever. It was death. That's where I really. Well, first thing in 04. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, the Bush family rigged an election. Okay. Right? I mean, that was going yeah, on. Yeah, but it was, it was John Kerry. I mean, he was. He was part of the same team. He's part of the problem. Yeah. Right? And, and the same thing with the Romney, you know, and, and Obama. It's all the same nonsense. That's why, like, I was so jaded about all the, the rigging that went on. Now we have a legitimate threat to the global, you know, agenda. And uh, it really matters now. In the past, they were both serving. The globalists from Jump Street. You know, right. it's been going on for 30 years. And it, and it was almost like they were taking turns. Yeah, you go yeah. for a couple times. All right, but we're going to control the House now. We're, you guys will have the Senate. We'll kind of block each other. Uh, elbows, we'll yep. see on the golf course. Let's uh, make sure, hey, is your kid going back to college? Yeah, they can grab a ride with my kid in the jet. That kind of stuff. Without a doubt. They're all from the same country clubs, all the right. same colleges, the same fraternities. They're all in the same clubs together, getting money from the same people on both sides of the aisle. Yeah. And and it's funny, too, because, you know, now that we're starting to talk about it, it, it throws me back to a George Carlin clip that I just saw, like, last week, uh, where he talks about, you know, he talks about these people, you're not in the club. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, uh, the globalists, the people that are in charge, you know, their kids, they all went to the same schools. They don't have to have a formal meeting, but they know what they want and they know what goals they want to all achieve. Right, so you right, don't right. have to have a, a was formal Was that the one where he was down. on Bill Maher and the, someone on the set starts laughing at yes. him? Oh, cut it. Yes. Cut out your conspiracy. Yes. And he said, oh, stop it, your nonsense, and right. put the guy right in his place. He did. but it, but but And that's the clip that I saw. But when you watch more of it, and, and the the guy who he was who had kind of got gotten into it with him, uh, young black guy. I think he was a I think it was a young black yeah, Republican. Yeah. Um, he starts to go down this road, and you see Carlin sit back and go. Okay, so he understands what I'm talking about because then this guy starts going down the road of, you know, saying it's not all controlled, but he starts to mention other things. And you can see Carlin like, I'm not going to dispute this because he's right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was almost like they agreed, but they didn't realize they were going to agree on something. Yeah. And, and and again, it's it's that that club that doesn't have to be a formal meeting. They don't have to go. Okay, we're all going to meet at Larry's house tonight and talk about how we're going to take over the world. It's more of they have their they have their goals. They know what works for them and what will work over there because they all have the same end goal in mind. 
Well, you know what? They set their agendas, and if this these happen at the Bilderberg meetings, at the G7s, they happen at the Trilateral Commission, at the Council on Foreign Relations. All these big, giant, unelected entities that talk and they and they conspire to make sure that their bottom line works, and they don't care who it wrecks in their path, and they synergistically know instinctively what the end game is, what the target is. They all start to align their policies because that's based on the laws that will be written to support them. So this whole nonsense that there's no conspiracy is just, it's utter nonsense. Of course, but rich people aren't conspiring to get richer. (laughs) Powerful people aren't conspiring to retain power. So if you made, let's say a million dollars in your life, I'm asking the audience, I'm asking anyone who thinks I'm a conspiracy. You make a million bucks, just going to, Throw it on the front yard and just leave it, or you're going to leave it for your kids. Right. If you get a, if you own, a, if you're the CEO of a massive corporation, and you can bring your family in, and they could be, are you going to give that position to someone you love or a stranger? Right. It just keeps going. It's, it just doesn't end. And the notion that we that there that that it's so hard to believe that there's a governing body much more powerful than governments it, it is laughable to me. What do you? Money talks. It always has. Yeah. But, but, but see, that's the problem. Um, something that big to most people, because that's what they've been taught, that doesn't exist. Yeah. Like, they can't even wrap their minds around, like, what do you mean there's, there's somebody more powerful than our government? Our government has an army, and our government does this. and our, yeah. You know, they, they have the, the IRS, and they have Good this. Point. There's, who could be more powerful than that? That's, that's, the, that's the way we've been kind of conditioned, and we've been brought up, right? Yeah. You know what I, yeah. I've noticed, and Rick, Slick Rick, you, you tell me if you, what I've noticed is the people who, Never believe, usually, or never believe, or don't believe, but end up listening and in a reasonable lot. I like the nicest, most naive, kind-hearted people that they just can't see it. Yeah, right. And then the ones who say, "You know what? I was played. My naivete, my goodness, was was played." Yep. And I, I see it now. They come Those back the with twice the vengeance throughout this MAGA awakening. Good, honest, decent, hardworking people. Like, oh my God, I can't believe I was wrong, and they're okay with saying it. It's those staunch lunatics who are so arrogant because they believe what they believe and they can't look at a subject with new eyes. They're incapable, simply incapable of admitting, you know, I was, I was, I had, you know, I was duped and, yeah. you know, I was bamboozled. I was yeah. hoodwinked. Well, they can't admit it. And it stinks. It's like that saying, you know, it's, it's easier for people to believe the lie than to believe that they've been lied to. Yeah, it's exactly right. It's easier to fool someone than convince them they were fooled. Right. Because let's face it, when it comes to the elections, everybody's everybody's always been conditioned. Well, we have the greatest uh, you know elections in the world, and this is where everybody you know would would love that. You know, we're not a third world country. These things don't. Go- well, guess guess again. Um, you just have to look no further than Arizona and Pennsylvania and Georgia if you want to talk, and and Michigan uh, if you want to talk about third world country types of. Of of elections, which was which what we're going through right now. Let's go to uh, cut number one. G go. Okay. Listen when to this. When do you anticipate the votes will be counted in total? Those four hundred thousand plus votes. Well, we have. Uh, we will be going into next week. There's some onesies, twosies uh, again pursuant to Arizona law, but I think that we'll see the lion's share here wrap up by early next week. Early next week. Can you give me a? Day. Are we talking Monday or we may, may, maybe think about that a state like Florida that has 22 million people in it 
they probably had more than 400,000 votes come in, right? I'm thinking throughout the entire state. Um, what you're trying to tell us, what, you're, what you want us to believe is that, you know what? This is so overwhelming. We've never done this before. We need to really take our time. And it's going to be at least another four or five days till we get, till we get these votes. Ca- Do you, really? Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's like... They really? Don't, they don't have anybody who can count. <laughs> yeah, onesies and twosies, guys. Come on. Oh, yeah, one for you, <laughs> uh, one for me. My abacus only goes up to 150k, right. so I have to stop it there. Yeah. It's like trading baseball cards. One for you, two for you. We got, got one. Em, yeah. Got them. Got them. Need them. Yeah, right. Need them. Exactly. Yeah, the same with the candidates. Got them. Don't need them. <laughs> yeah. right. It's like trading cards. <laughs> it, it's just it's and they and, and they think we're. That's the thing. They think we're stupid. We see what's happening. You. They keep telling you stupid, and the media keeps telling you stupid. What was the thing? You guys see the clip on CNN? If you're out there and you stay yes. on social media right now, don't listen to it. Only watch us for the truth. Right. If anyone's out there telling you there's election problems, don't listen <laughs> don't to them. Believe Just them. listen to a trusted news source like us here at CNN. That was a real clip. Yeah. CNN that spent the last, oh, I don't know. Now it's going on six years of saying, oh, my goodness, Trump colluded with Russia. Yeah. After that's been proven completely false, there is no evidence. As a matter of fact, the evidence came back that, well, it was the Clinton uh, campaign that actually did that. And the FBI was colluding with them. And, of course, we all know how this is going to end. Um, or we're seeing the, the evidence of that come out. But, but no, no, no. Believe CNN. Of course. They're the ones. They have the election integrity we all seek to achieve. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. And like George Carlin said, it's because we're not part of the group. Yeah, it's a big club and you ain't in it. Exactly. All right. Well, this club is just getting pumping. I can't believe I just did that. Uh <laughs> <laughs> On a Thursday night, we'll have uh, sports, we'll have some news, and we'll have you guys joining us. Live from Studio 6B, Real America's Voice. Stay there. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Live from Studio 6B on Real America's Voice at the Thursday night. Thank you for joining us. Slick Rick has got sports. Paul Nolan has got news. And uh, we also have the latest Project Veritas clip. Um, disturbing is just the beginning of, of a way to describe it. We'll get to that a little bit later. It's kind of a long thing. We, we won't play the whole thing. Uh, but it'll definitely be, uh, definitely it will get your, uh, it'll get under your skin. 
in more ways than one. So look out for that coming up a little bit later. Uh, let's jump over to Slick Rick and see what's going on with sports again. He mentioned that uh, Thursday night football is going on. Slick Rick, take it away. All right. Well, kickoff just about underway here. It was 8-15 kickoff. It's 8-17. I don't see any update here on ESPN. But the uh, F- uh, Falcons visiting the Panthers, uh, like I said, remnants of Hurricane Nicole. My understanding is that the wind has died down a bit, but there's a lot of rain. Makes for a slippery ball, so it's probably be a messy game. Atlanta is favored by two and a half points. After all, Carolina having a tough season, two and seven, and traded away their marquee player, Christian McCaffrey, to the Jets. I mean, excuse me, to the 49ers, and they're looking to obviously play for next year and and, and move on because that, that's a great franchise down there, Carolina. Always admired them. Um, and uh, Atlanta looking to get uh, get up and back into the playoff race there. That AFC NFC South is still somewhat up for grabs. So we'll see what happens. Uh, NHL action right now. Just going around the league real quick. Hurricanes two nothing over the uh, Oilers in the second. Blue Jackets three nothing over the, um, the Flyers in the second. Red Wings over the Rangers two to one. Also second period. Islanders and Coyotes no score. End of one. Senators and Devils. Devils up three two. Also game in the second. Sharks and Blues sound like the Blues is winning. Rick one zip <laughs> over the Sharks and uh, Flames and Bruins tied at one. Damage man in the uh, get a chat already gave me that score a little earlier and nothing's changed in the last few minutes. Damage man. So thank you for that. I know he's a Bruin fan. Well, she's a Bruin fan. Uh, NBA action right now. Hawks over the Sixers, 33-29, mid-second period. Trailblazers trail the Pelicans, 14-10. That's in the first. Heat over the Hornets, 38-32 in the second. And uh, let's see. We got the uh, Wizards right now trailing the Mavs by three, 61-58 at the half. And let's get right into the story that really just took over the sports headlines today, Rick. And that's D.C. Attorney General suing Commanders Dan Snyder, NFL, Roger Goodell, you name it, suing them all. Adam Gretz, Yard Barker reporting. Washington, D.C. Attorney General Carl Racine held a press conference on Thursday to announce that his office is filing a civil consumer protection lawsuit against the Washington Commanders, team owner Daniel Snyder, the NFL, and Commissioner Roger Goodell. His office announced on Wednesday that it would hold a major press conference but did not divulge the details until today. Racine said the team, Snyder, and the league all colluded in covering up the workplace and sexual misconduct allegations against the organization. He added that Snyder not only lied about the organization's hostile environment, but that he also participated in it. His press conference was accompanied by four posters outlining the franchise's rebranding efforts and how they were used to uh, deceive fans. Said one of the posters, Dan Snyder assured fans that he would fully cooperate with the investigation and the results could be trusted. That was a lie. He repeatedly attempted to interfere and the fans could not trust results that never were made public because Snyder had a veto. The organization was fined $10 million in 2021 following an investigation into the team's workplace environment, but those results were never made public. Racine said his office is currently seeking subpoenas and testimony under oath now. Uh, following years of pressure to sell a team, Snyder announced that the team is exploring all options in terms of selling the franchise. Its value is estimated at more than $5.6 million, while the price tag could reportedly climb as high as $7 billion. Excuse me, I said million. $5.6 billion. Billion That's would be million. That'd be some deal. And now, now you got Jay-Z. We had what, Matthew McConaughey. I reported about that last night. They're yep. getting together a group, and you see Walmart just got involved with the uh, the Walton family, just bought the Denver Broncos. So big money, owning an NFL team. You know, there's a lot of, a lot of styling and profiling with that. But, uh, yeah, this is some story. I'll tell you, well, this is really going to unfold, and he may be in some real trouble, Snyder. Oh, yeah. Well, when you, when you talk about – when you talk about a DA coming after you, yeah, now you're mm. in trouble. 
And uh, you know who's smiling about this? The one and only John Gruden is probably, uh, you know, tipping I, back a few in celebration. Like, yeah, they come, that finally. I thought of him today, Rick. You're 100% right after that whole email scandal. Well, his brother was the coach of the Redskins for a while. It's kind of weird. He got caught up a little with those emails, right? Uh, so, Correct. yeah, crazy, right, Paul? I mean, this is some story with the uh, commanders. Look, I've heard rumors for a long time about just how horrible Dan Schneider treats his people, the people around him women in the workplace. I mean, you know, I'm not a big woke guy and I'm not a p- big politically correct guy, but there's a certain one thing is to be a goofball and joking. And if you're in a content, you know, an environment where the right. content makes sense and people are mutually goofy, females, males, doesn't matter. Or Zed and Zer or Zem, whatever they call themselves. There's one people <laughs> have fun and it's de- decent. Well, go ahead. But from what I heard his, his world was not that it was, it was it was seedy, ugly, and and deliberately, um, right? You know, an abuse of power. So, right. and they took on that. You know, the, obviously the woke name change. A lot of people were extremely upset. Hardcore fans. Now they can't even play the song "Hail to the Redskins" at the games anymore. It's just it really went overboard. You see, sometimes it's karma. That's what I say. Yeah. And that's a wrap in sports, gentlemen. All right. Well, thank you, Rick. And again, sports brought to you by Mike Lindell and My Pillow. Make sure you use our code when you check out. Pick up their. Those sheets look awesome. I think the Giza sheets are now uh, are what they're doing as a special. So check that out. Remember, use our code LFS6B at checkout and save some big money. Uh, Paul, what's going on with news, man? So I'm going to change gears here because this just broke. Um, a federal judge in Texas on Thursday night struck down President Joe Biden's student loan forgiveness plan, calling it one of the most egregious executive overreaches <laughs> in presidential history. Um, U.S. District Judge Mark Pittman made the decision in a case brought by two Americans and supported by small business group Job uh, Creators Network. Uh, Pittman said, whether the program constitutes good policy, good public policy or not, the role of this court is to, to ter- excuse me, to determine. Still, no one could plausibly deny that it's either one of the largest delegations of legislative power to the executive branch or one of the largest exercises of legislative power without congressional authority in the history of the United States. Uh, Pittman wrote Biden's plan violated the separation of powers in the Constitution. In this country, we are not ruled by an all-powerful executive with a pen and a phone. Instead, we're ruled by a Constitution that provides for three distinct and independent branches of government. The court is not blind to the current political division in our country, but it is fundamental to survive for our republic that separation of powers, as outlined in our Constitution, be preserved. I mean, that is just so eloquent and beautiful. Um, Magnificent, magnificent. Way to go, Judge Pittman. Yeah, exactly. And uh, according to Elaine Parker, president of the Job Creators Network, which brought the, the brought the lawsuit, said the court has correctly ruled in favor of our motion and deemed a Biden student loan program illegal. The judge criticized the administration's program, calling it one of the largest exercises of legislative power. The ruling protects the rule of law, which requires all Americans to have their voices heard by their federal government, Parker said. This attempted illegal student loan bailout would have done nothing to address the root cause of unaffordable tuition. That problem is, of course, the greedy and bloated colleges that raise tuition far more than inflation year after year while sitting on $700 billion in endowments. We hope that the court's decision today will lay the groundwork for real solutions to the student loan crisis. And, yeah, that's a big uh, that's a big win because I saw a clip today 
of a couple people, a couple people, I think it was on MSNBC talking about uh, a poll that they did where they, they you know, they polled some of these kids that are going to get this loan forgiveness, not anymore, um, what they were going to do with the extra $300 a month. Oh, some are talking about going on vacations, uh, dining out, you know, all the stuff that they were supposed to use the, the money the, for. You mean that the working folks would like to do, but they right. can't because they're busy paying half their salary to taxes? Yes, right. that. I, I think you're on to something there, Paul. So, yeah, so this will put a this will definitely put a pin in that balloon in terms of if you think you're going to go in and spend uh, hardworking taxpayer money so you can go on vacation because, you know, you're a little stressed or maybe you need a manicure. Oops, too bad. So sad. Nobody cares. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll continue this uh, march forward. Maybe we'll talk a little bit more about the... Uh, the steel that's going on. There's some more clips you gotta you gotta check out for yourself. As the left is melting down. Yeah, they're still melting down. Uh, live from Studio 6B, Real America's Voice. We'll be back. from Studio 6B, Real America's Voice Thursday night. Thank you for joining us. As always, we appreciate it. In the Getter chat, if you are there, we appreciate you hanging out, joining in the fun. Um, talking about Dissident Dame is in there. Yeah. Homeschool Betty is in there. Titanium Pieces is in there. Of course, our very own Rav Mod 2. Who's, thank you, uh, Rav. Looking, By the way, thank you, Rav Mod. You, you're amazing. Yeah. Thank you for putting she's up with all the trolls. Yeah, she's and, great. She, and, and she's pushing for 15K tonight. So, yes, let's get there. Like and share the show as much as you can. Debbie Wilson is in there. Uh, King Chris is in there. Mark Faces is in there. Uh, a lot of great people, a lot of great, uh, a lot of great chatters that are always. Sometimes they even they, they even share uh, recipes. They don't even talk about the show. It's like we're in the background. And meanwhile, they're having uh, they're having their own discussions about <laughs> more interesting stuff, I guess. <laughs> True story. But uh, yeah, so so but getting back to. I guess election, you know, the midterms, uh, kind of deconstructing everything. You know, of course, I think, I think that night a lot of people were deflated. We we kind of covered that last night. Uh, expectations maybe too high, um, and then kind of right at the end of the show, just kind of mentioned shenanigans. And now, you know what? Now we're into shenanigans because yeah. you know you're looking at Arizona, right? Yeah, I, I use a different word than shenanigans. <laughs> I don't use it on this show anymore. <laughs> I've, uh... His tip jar runneth over. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. My swear, my swear jar's packed. <laughs> yeah, it's, a... Uh, it's a shame. It's a shame. It's just scary. But, uh, you know, if I could just touch on this real quick. Carrie Lake says she's putting together a transition team confident of victory in the prolonged election, as of now, Arizona's gubernatorial race is too close to call with such counties as Maricopa still counting ballots. But uh, Carrie Lake says she's, um, you know, she had meetings with her staff. She told just the news, uh, not the noise. Uh, we're working already on moving forward on a transition and we're bringing in an entire staff that is dedicated to just our border plan. You know, this is pretty cool. Yeah. She's already talking, man. I really love her, man. I just, from just, Jump Street, when I first seen her, especially the one where she was getting grilled and, and railroaded by the Australian um, 60 Minutes. 
And she shredded that guy like, <laughs> yeah. She turned him to mincemeat. And like I'm thinking to knife. myself, who yeah. is this woman? She's Abraham Lincoln, baby. Yeah. yeah. And you know yeah. what? It, it it helps having that media background that she has. Without a doubt. You know, because she knows what they're up to. She knows how this whole game works. Yep. She was in it. She played for that team. And that's the worst thing you can have is somebody who knows how you play the game, yep. playing the game right back in your face. And according to this, um, she's 100% confident as she lays out the odds of being Arizona's next governor as the vote count continues. Um, as you saw from that clip, they don't expect to get this done. Eh, maybe Tuesday, maybe Monday. Eh, who knows? Well, we get around to it. Yeah. The first thing I got to do some laundry, and then I got to uh, get the groceries. Then I got to, you know, run the state election. And I think they just—it's not a priority to anyone. Right. It's just—it's insane. I, I just hope. I really hope there are eyes all over this thing and protecting, just protecting the will of the people. Yeah, and again, to point out the fact that, you know, a friend of the show, Greg Phillips, and his partner, Catherine Engelbright, uh, all the work they did in Arizona, in Maricopa County, they know how your system works. And Chances are they watched everything unfold, and they're still watching it. They got out of jail, right? Did I see a couple days ago? They got released. They got released, I believe, late Monday. Um but it doesn't it doesn't stop the left from still freaking out especially about you know different states you would think you would think they'd freak out a little bit more about new york when you think about what happened in new york the seismic shift that happened in a blue state where it, it, you look at the map and it's like it went red mostly everywhere well that's what it looked like in the in the trump election it was red everywhere with the exception of the the boroughs in, in and Manhattan. Like, and Albany and Rochester. Yeah. Yeah. Where they have concentrations of Democrats that, that, you know, outweigh the entire rest of the state, which is which is one reason I think. Long Island should be a state. Well, that's, I could show you my email where I emailed that to myself earlier <laughs> oh, today. No way. <laughs> Serious. Not only should Long Island be its own state, but if not, yeah. that New York should go to an electoral type of system like, like the country has, where each area has a certain amount of electoral votes. Because right now, you've got 95% of New York being ruled by a small section of New York State. Yeah. yeah. Very frustrating. No question it should be like Rhode Island. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I don't even know what Rhode Island does. What do they do? No, but they, well, they're just a little small. We're bigger than them, I believe, our population on Long Island. They're a small state. Oh, yeah. So oh, why yeah, can't we? We have a many state we, here. We could whoop their butts in a war. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, with our muskets. <laughs> yeah. We, we could take out We could take out Rhode Island, Connecticut. I Connecticut. New Hampshire, we could take them. Delaware on our sight lines. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, we're not taking out Florida, that's that's for sure. <laughs> Not but, Florida. But, but, Long Island is Florida. Yeah, yeah but, it's but true. what's funny is, is, is Paul. I'm telling you, when you said you know Long Island should be its own state, I'm proving it to you right now. Here, look at my email list to myself. What does that one say? Yeah, Long Island <laughs> state, and then it says something about girl with tight. Yeah, shoes. yeah. Don't read that one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, um, but but you know what? You make a great point, and. and that was something that I wanted to explore as well is uh, Long Island. You know, let's face it. We have the population, right? We yeah. have, we have the location. Was it 4 million? On yes. Long Island? So we're, we're lo- People talk about, oh, well, DC should be a state. How about Long Island? Long Island's much bigger, 
Well, um, D.C. is his own country, which is strange enough when you look into that. It's yeah. actually got its own constitution, own jurisdiction. That's crazy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they want it because they know they can own an electoral vote. And it's right. Just, and they know. can gain two senators. Yeah. Well, you know what? We'd like that here for, for Long Island as well. Maybe that's something that uh, we, can, we can start on our own right what, from what, this show. What was Ronald forward. Reagan's quote about Long Island? Do you remember that? No, I don't. Um, I'm going to look it up because it was something to the effect of, you know, if I, I think I, if I die and go to Republican heaven, it's on Long Island. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, wow. Ah, that'd be interesting. We'll see what happens. But in the meantime, check out uh, check out the meltdown they are having. Left is having uh, the leftist media. In reaction to the red wave that kind of overtook Florida, cut number two, G, go. David, can I ask you while we've got you, um, if there's any single result or any single trend that's evident thus far that surprised you the most tonight? Obviously, all of us looking at this stuff and hearing both sides make their projections, you sort of weigh everything based on what you know and what you can view yourself. But as somebody who's been inside these kinds of campaigns, what has struck you as legitimately unpredictable in tonight's results? Well, first of all, the dirt divergence between florida which you know can't sugarcoat a disaster for the democrats can we just talk about florida because we oh. really haven't a ch- haven't had a chance to to do that i was texting with a, a source in florida political source uh, who pointed out to me that this will be the first time since reconstruction that florida won't have any democrats in statewide office mm-hmm. period yay so and what a wonderful place victory it is Van Jones to come. Dade, Florida, once a perennial swing state, it turned blue for Obama twice, then red for Trump twice. Now it appears solid red, thanks in part to a huge effort in voter registration on the Republican side and the powerful Latino vote leaning further and further red. Even the Democratic stronghold of Miami-Dade County turned red for the first time in 20 years. Yeah, first time in 20 years. So it's almost like um, Ron DeSantis has basically taken florida off the map for the democrats at least for the uh foreseeable future but don't worry because it must have been according to anna navarro um from cnn he must have played the system i think i think that's the way she plays it here cut number three g check this out yeah i told you he was going to win bigly Mm -hmm. but listen bigly Bigly. DeSantis barely won in 2018 by 35,000 votes by the skin of his teeth against a black progressive little known mayor from tallahassee florida it didn't yesterday he won by 20 percentage points why because he gained the system. He gained Because it. he turned Florida into an unlevel playing field. How they so? changed election laws, making it harder to vote by mail. They paraded <laughs> uh, a bunch of mail. people, black people, that they arrested for uh, voting fraud and paraded them in front of national media. He when created an election police. Yes, created so an election this- police. Oh, you mean he secured the election and yes. it's a blowout? He made he made it safe. Yeah, right. Meanwhile, I was on Robert Reich's Twitter page. Don't ask me why I'm a glutton for punishment. <laughs> um, and you got to see the wackadoodle quackadoodles over there just talking about how the right is rigging this election. What? <laughs> okay. What? Okay. I'll 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 bite. How? <laughs> how? <laughs> how? Explain it to us because yeah. we really want to know. Yeah, inquiring minds want to know. You know how we're rigging the election? It has to be that we've we've kind of we we've scooped up all all the Latinos, the Latinx, 
And we yeah. keep playing Despacito on our phone, and they keep following us. <laughs> That's what it is. That's we right. just keep playing that over. That's we, what we it is. We stole it from Joe Biden. Right. You, you play that on your phone, and it's almost it, it's almost it's like, like the Pied Piper. Yes. Blow, and they all yeah okay. Right. And they they fall into this. And they fall into this trance that they want freedom and liberty, and they don't want oppressive government that they fled from. Right. Oh, okay. And, and they believe that Justin Bieber speaks Spanish. It's, it's an amazing thing. Um, speaking of which, here's cut number four uh, of Democrats, again, explaining what their problems are. Go ahead. That's something I've heard from a lot of Democratic voters. They feel that the party's taken them for granted, the ones that have switched over to Republicans. I just wanted to point out quickly, nationally, if you look at exit polls, uh, support for Democrats among Latinos is down nearly 10 percent right. from where it was in 2018, and specifically among Latino men, an 11-point bump for Republicans. So concern, if I could, the the concern quickly isn't just that this is happening broadly across the map. It's who it's happening with. It's not just Cuban-Americans in South Florida. Right. Demographic, I know very well. Uh, It's with Puerto Ricans. It's with Colombians. It's with Central Americans. And it's not just for candidates like Ron DeSantis. It's for a slew of different Republicans. Uh Uh-oh, he was triggered. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's for a slew of different um, candidates. Candidates that reflect... The same, um, you know, the same Sensible beliefs. Christian values yeah. of family and hard work. And, and, and look, my, I come from, you know, my grandpa and my grandparents were Italians. And no, my, my yeah. grand, my grandfather <laughs> from Scranton, <laughs> my, gra- my grandpa, uh, my mom's side was, you know, came over on the boat with the neighbor's family. He had an arranged marriage. Mm. But he got his citizenship by joining World War One. Right. But he can't, got a citizenship. He married the the neighbor's daughter, who they came over from Italy with, mm-hmm. in an arranged marriage. My parents, my mom, and my aunt were forbidden to speak Italian because they were called dirty W uh, without right. papers. Right. And they were called every name in the book the way, you know, the Hispanic and Latino people were coming up and. and you see now the guys who started working as cheap labor own the landscaping business. They yeah. own the masonry companies now. I'm, you know, I'm involved in, in how, flipping a house. And the crew that I deal, they're the hardest working, best guys. And you know what, right. who they wrote for? Trump. Of course. Do you know why? They liked working. Yep. They liked getting yeah. there, becoming citizens. They liked becoming part of the American dream. Yep. This, trying to be squashed. You cannot have liberty and, and, and tyranny at the same time. They are stifling horizontal Jeffersonian economics, free market economics. That's what they're killing. It's, they do everything in their power to stop people from being free yeah. and breathing up their air. Because success is a threat. They hate it. <laughs> stop all the useless eaters. <laughs> All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll uh, get an update on the football game and some more sports with Slick Rick. We'll do some more news. And uh, all we need is you. Stay there. Live from Studio 6B, Real America's Voice.
live from Studio 6B, Real America's Voice, Thursday night. Thank you for joining us. As always, we appreciate it. Find us in the Getter chat. Remember, like and share the show as much as possible. Let's get us. You know what? Ravma 2 gave us a goal of 15. We're at 10 right now, which is crazy, which is great for a Thursday night. So we appreciate you guys. But all you guys need to just, you know, share the show just a little bit. Give it, yeah, give us a little, a little bit, taste. a little bit, a little taste. Yeah, we got to um, show, we got to show Damon we could do this. Yeah, exactly. Um, in the meantime, we're going to do news in just a little bit. We're going to do sports in a bit. But first, I have a brand new segment. What I just had an that? inspiration today. I didn't tell G. I don't even have the thing in front of me for him to put up. Um, <laughs> but I saw this just before I came in tonight, and I'm like, man, we should start doing this. Called headline of the day. This is an idea. I like it. I'm in. Right. Headline of the day. That's my new favorite uh, subject. (laughs) (laughs) Is it the one from the Babylon Bay where it says... uh, No, this is actually a real, like a normal news. Not like Fetterman lives American dream, lives in parents' basement until 50, then gets government job. (laughs) Like just the news stuff. (laughs) Is it like just the news? (laughs) Um, eh, You know what? This is a real story. All right, go for it. So hopefully, you know what? I'll work on it. Well, maybe we'll come up with a snazzy little opening for it. Uh, This is going to be good. I I like this idea. I I like this idea, too. It's called, uh, and there goes Paul. Um, it's called headline of the day. It comes courtesy of Matt Margolis at PJ media. I even shared it in the, uh, on my getter page. So if you want to check it out, if you don't, you know, of course you don't see it on screen. Cause I didn't, I didn't send it to Gio. Here it comes. PJ media, Matt Margolis, a fat dude, won a women's beauty pageant because transgender. And then, of course, the music and the thing cuts out, and it's headline of the day. There you That's go. good. That's good. <laughs> it's a real headline. So I'm going to go to MSN <laughs> during the next break, and I'm going to find the, the, the headline of the day over there. Okay. Because you know there's going to be some doozies over there. There's probably. But this one is for today. A fat dude won a women's beauty pageant because transgender. Oh, I saw that. So there you have it. <laughs> no, you know, it's a, it's, it's, it's a rough start. But again, it was just kind of kind of off the cuff. It's quite, it's quite a headline, though. Right, it is quite a headline, indeed. And uh, <laughs> pretty funny story. And, then, and the pictures are hilarious. It's almost like did they do? The, did they? Did they? Are they doing this to mock this person? It's like a car. It's like Carrie. Like, look out for the bucket of blood. Oh, I don't want to see it. Whatever. Because All right. No, I can't so, unsee it. Let's kick it over to uh, Slick Rick and see what's going on with news. Rick, what do you got? All right, switching gears. Uh, NFL action right now, all right? Thursday night football, right? TNF, Paul. Panthers. Don't jinx it. Don't nope. say anything. <laughs> I, I wanted to say I got, it, but I, I got a lot of money on this. Okay. <laughs> Panthers real, real are up money. three zip. I'm just going to give you the score. It's uh, with the, just getting started with the second quarter. So Panthers right now looking good. You can catch that over on Prime Video. And, uh, yeah, Falcons, they need to pick it up. Get a little college football tonight, too. We got Memphis, uh, 17-3 over Tulsa right now. That's in the second quarter. And uh, Louisiana over Georgia Southern, 21-7. to That is also in the second. So a little football action in college tonight. Uh, NHL, let's go back. Uh, Islanders and uh, Coyotes scoreless uh, out at U. Bailey Score Arena with 10 minutes to go in the second. We got the Sharks and Blues. Sound like the Blues. Tied of one, end of one. Rangers and Red Wings.
Wings, good one in Detroit. Tied at two, end of two, 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 two. And uh, Blue Jackets, three to one over the Flyers. That's also at the end of the second. And uh, Hurricanes right now whooping up on the Oilers, four to one, also second period. Uh, I got a good story. Remember Mattress Mac? He had all that money on that World Series. Well, he oh, didn't yeah. do too bad, old Matt. He upset, he upset Vegas a little bit. Um, so Mattress Mac's um, record-breaking $75 million payout on a wager that the Houston Nationals would win the World Series will cost Caesars and Penn Entertainment big in their digital businesses this quarter. Jim Mattress Mac McInville, the Texas furniture salesman, we've talked about him on the show many times, famously hedges his sports bets with furniture promotions, placed $10 million on his beloved Houston Astros to win this year's World Series across several wages. Paul, you heard this story, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I, got a friend, I got a friend who actually gives Mattress Mac information, so I'm really dying to meet Mattress Mac between you and me. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, with match with uh, the Astros' second ever World Series win Saturday, McGinnville clinched a seventy-five million dollar payout. Of that total, Caesars will take the biggest hit, paying about thirty million from McGinnville's May thirteenth uh, bet on the Astros for three million at ten to one odds. I think most of you are aware we've got a fairly high-profile liability out there with the Astros, so that will be a swing factor in whether fourth quarter is positive as a whole. Caesars CEO Tom Reeg warned on the company's November one earnings call, um, but I think Mattress Mac uh, does. Hit, hit, hit will they won't be they'll be profitable. Snowden said as well. But um, Wynn also hosted one of McInville's bets and said it will comment further on its wager next week. Uh, and uh, but literally, despite the costly hit, Caesars win said Saturday after the Astros win, the wager was well worth it. What can we say? We just wrote the biggest check in sports betting history to Mattress Mac for thirty million. Would we do it again? Absolutely. And uh, Dre- uh, McGinnville, for his part, now has to pay back all the customers who took advantage of his promotion. So remember, those who spent 3000 or more on the mattresses got their purchase free with the Astros win. The gallery furniture owner says he'll get back his initial $10 million he put in, and the rest will go back to the customers. It's going to be pretty much of a wash, giving the customers their money back, which is what we really want to do, because then word-of-mouth advertising lasts for 20, 30 years, he told CNBC ahead of the World Series. What a great promotion. I yeah. hope he skimmed a little bit more than just getting his money back with all that, all that hanging all that money out there, liability-wise, Paul. Maybe he'll get himself a nice burger. Yeah. I you know, believe you know he's getting his beat. <laughs> Paul, he's getting a taste. I, you've heard those stories about people finding money in their mattresses. Yeah. You know, the, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I've I'm heard a couple. There. All right. Anyway, I'm going to leave it at that, gentlemen. That's a wrap in sports. Back to you. Yeah, all right. I, I think you, he's Rick. making a buck. Yeah. yeah I think he's doing all right. And think yeah. about all the free free advertising. Everybody's talking about it. Oh, it's incredible. No one ever heard of Matrix Mac until he started doing this. Right. Oh. Now, now, let me ask you a question. Does he do this only for the World Series? Does he do this for the Super Bowl, Yeah, too? he does. He does no, he, yeah, he, he does, does Super quite Bowl. a few yeah. things, yeah. He, okay. He's a Houston guy, obviously, Texas area. So I think, I, you know, anything like Texas-based, right. um, when they make a big run, he'll, he'll, throw his, he'll throw his hat in the ring, so to speak. Except for the Cowboys. Yeah. He, he's, he he'll take him to the mat. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he yeah, I'll bet on Jerry. <laughs> Cowboys haven't had any reason to put a big bet like that out. They haven't been anywhere near the Super Bowl. You know what? Bowl. I put a big bet on the Cowboys to win it all. If I if get him, if I can get him to the NFC Championship game, I got a perfect hedge in. I also took a, something on long shot on Seattle. Why not? Well, they go to the Super Bowl, Paul. You and I were getting on. All play, they got to do is get to the tournament, yep. and I can hedge my way in. Nice. All right. So, Paul, um, what do you got news? Prosecutors in California dropped charges this week against an election software CEO who was accused of improperly what? sending election-related information to China, with officials citing potential bias in the, president, uh, in the presentation of the case. 
Los Angeles County District Attorney's Office said concerns about both the pace of the investigation, the potential bias in the presentation of the charges led them to drop their case against Eugene Yu, the CEO of election software company. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, did you not hear? I can so, repeat. I can. I can so, start. O- I so what you're saying is this. that the the Department of Justice, the FBI, <clears throat> they're dropping the case because of perceived bias. Yeah. You mean something like, oh, I don't know, Russian collusion, uh, Russian collusion, <laughs> maybe a, maybe a fake dossier by, no, by no. an operative for, a, for a competing campaign. No, but this, this, yes, this is this is legit. The, well, yeah, it's fair. I mean, we got oh. we got to uphold the law in America. There's only one set of laws. We all live by them, and there are not two sets of laws as far as you oh. know. So this is uh, information related to the decision was not immediately available on L.A. County District Attorney's office uh, in, on Thursday morning. But the New York Times reported that the, con- the county had assembled a new team to determine whether the, there was any criminal activity at all. Hmm. Um, the prosecutors last month alleged that you had granted Chinese contracted super administration status to conic poll worker data. You had been charged with embezzlement related to the alleged practices. Huh. Hmm. Eh, drop him. Hmm. Come hmm. on, he's a friend of a friend. Really? Let it go. So, it's such a big deal. It's just an election. Alleged bias. Oh, let it go. You mean somebody somebody might have might have inappropriately done something, maybe thinks a certain way and, and lets that influence their decision when it comes to the law. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> it's a big club. Uh you ain't in it. And we ain't. That's well done. Oh, man. Hour number one is in the books. We'll come back for hour number two. We just need you to be there for us. So stay there. Live from Studio 6B, Real America's Voice. We will be back. from Studio 6B, Real America's Voice, Thursday night, top of the hour. Thank you for joining us. Dish Network, Channel 219, Pluto TV, Channel 470, Samsung TV Plus, Channel 1029. Find us on all the socials, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Rumble, you name it. And, of course, Getta, where the Getter chat is raging on. Uh, a lot of great people in there. Of course, yeah. Rab Mod 2 is keeping them all in line like she should. We've got American Woman. We've got... Uh, Lizzie 510 asked me, Paul, do you think the uh, election was stolen? Please reply. <laughs> she must be new to the show. <laughs> since I've been raving about it since seven months before the election took place with Trump, I haven't stopped since. <laughs> so if you want to jump in the chat, a great, great group of people, just go to getter.com. Uh, go to the LFS6B, or I should say the Real America's Voice page. Click on the live uh, link. And it'll take you right to the show where you can have it on. You can jump in the chat. You can see Colonel's daughter in there. Debbie Wilson is in there. Colonel's daughter's uh, cool. Cowabunda 1965 Barbecue is guy in there. Aunt, surname man. Think twice for us just chimed in. 
A lot of great people. So thank you again for uh, for joining us. And again, top of the hour, we were talking. Well, you know, we were talking about the the person who who, who asked you that question. If if she uh, Lizzie five ten, I believe it was Lizzie five ten. Yeah. Um, obviously, everyone knows. I, I was saying it before that we even got to the election. I'm like, they have plan in place. There's no way they're going to let somebody knock their gravy train off the rails. I mean, there's just billions and trillions and. Endless amounts of power at stake. It's I don't know. I don't. When people zoom out and see how how gruesome the power structure is, they 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 once they see it, it's hard to unsee. Right. Yeah, and, and you know, you make reference to say someplace like Florida, uh, where we played that clip from Anna Navarro earlier, and she's talking about how uh, Ron DeSantis he gamed the system, he put in place, you know, he cleaned up the voting, he he made it more secure. He, he's got a, a oh, task force. What? <laughs> oh, he gamed it. Right. Yeah, that's how he, he gamed, gamed it, it by making by it making more it secure. Honest. Right. Oh, um, and you see what happened, and and remember, just about two weeks ago. When they had the uh, that whistleblower come out of Orlando, uh, saying, "You know what? She was running for an office. She knew the system because she had used the system, and they finally used it against her. And she said, "You know what? I'm blowing this up." And she went and uh, whistleblower. She went and exposed the entire system that they were using. And now you see, see, and now you're looking at Florida that has basically a pretty, I would say, a pretty uh, secure. Not nothing's ever going to be a hundred percent, but look what happens when when people's votes get counted correctly um, for the things that they want. What happens? Landslide. 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 Like it's not even close. And I'm sure it's been like that for much longer than just this cycle. It's just one of those things where it could never it could never get to that point because of all the things they had in place to cheat you out of your vote. Those things exist currently in Pennsylvania. They currently exist in Arizona. They currently exist in Michigan. We're still waiting for results from Nevada, Alaska. I saw somebody mention Alaska mm-hmm. in the chat last hour. I forgot to mention that. Alaska. How is that not done? It's unbelievable. It, it's amazing. And, and then, of course, you know, now, now Georgia's got to go to a runoff. And, and, and here's my, where's my tin, tinfoil hat? I can't find it. Um, all right, riddle me this, Georgia. You're at a runoff now with uh, Warnock and, <coughs> excuse me, um, Herschel. Yep. Yeah. And I believe I said something about, you know, I'm going to cough again. So, <coughs> so we, 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 we driving me crazy. When you, when you talk about this runoff and now the amounts of money that the D team is going to spend and how much hateful news they'll pump out about Herschel again. Yep. And it is just going to keep using their, their, you know, media mouthpiece to keep jading the public for the people who don't, who don't know any better. Like I was looking at the uh, newspaper when Fetterman first of all, they debated, it was way too late, but mail-in votes already started. Right. Right. And then on the front page of the paper, after that debate, not only was the front page of the Philadelphia Inquirer, the biggest paper there, it said, Fetterman destroys the dock <laughs> on all the issues, wins the debate. And then the article, I believe, was like 7,000 words after that. And people were like, I don't have time to read this. So right. I just, guess I'll just read the headline and be headline. done. Yeah. And you know, it's just that kind of influence. People don't realize the power of it. And so forget about all the shenanigans that have that's happened in 
you know, Pennsylvania for the last 60 years, it's it's always been corrupt there. Right. But but in terms of Georgia, and this was a point that I made, I think a couple months ago, I kind of brought it up because and I think it was maybe it was even in the summer after the after the primaries, because now you had Kemp who won. Right. He, he won his primary on the Republican side. And now he's going back up against Stacey Abrams on the Democrat side. Now you have somebody who him and his partner Raffensberger in charge of the elections with Stacey Abrams, who has a company dedicated to the elections. Yep. Um, does anybody see a problem uh, with these two, two entities working together at some point? Because they worked together in 2020. So now it's 2022, and now they're, they're supposed to be opposed to each other? Yeah. Um, I don't know. So you're figuring, okay, Kemp just won the Georgia governorship for a second time. I don't know. Is, is it beyond crazy to ask the question, did he make a deal with Stacey and say, look, I'm going to win. You know I'm going to win. Why don't we just cut those shenanigans, and uh, I'll, give you, I'll give you a senator instead. I can't speculate on that, but I do know that Kemp has been in the middle of a lot of stuff, including, you know, family members' cars randomly blowing up. So who knows if anybody's corrupt or if that was just random? I mean, I just never, I, you know, I don't, I don't know what what length people. Was, I wish Damon was here just to look at me like I had two heads right now. So. Uh, but like, it's just weird. Like they, people, eyewitnesses claim it was like a missile strike and the kid. Right. But uh, I, I don't know. You know, I don't know what treachery is at afoot. You know, I mean, uh, are we so civilized as a people here and now in 2022 that, you know, there is no corruption anymore and there is no violence in the name of seeking power? Maybe, maybe we've evolved so far that and that that. <laughs> is this is this crazy town? <laughs> this is crazy town. No, I, I'm just uh, and again because Stacey Abrams set up a company strictly devoted to elections running elections and doing doing uh, ballot harvesting and all that stuff. She set it up. It's her company. So now here she is with this apparatus used for, for elections. And what is she going to do? Not use it for herself? Or maybe there was a deal struck. Hey, you know what I mean? Because that's what it's all about. It's all about making deals, right? We've seen it before. Why do you think Mitch McConnell goes and pulls money out of uh, out of the senators' uh, races that are tight okay. because he doesn't want them to win? He's made a deal. He wants his guys in. Right. There. That's all there is to it. It's either his guys or no guys, and if it's not going to be his guys, then it's going to be their guys because their guys are on the team that he's on. Look, we've been saying it forever. It's it's, it's like professional wrestling. They they act like they're <laughs> enemies on screen, and then when they get backstage, they're all drinking beers yep, together right. and, yep. and hanging out. I mean, there's a handful of fighters in the Republican, the MAGA party. 100%. There's a bunch of them who stand it up, and that's what this lecture was about, bringing MAGA, make America great, non-establishment, honorable people to come in and fight for the Constitution, fight for liberty, and, and, and just fight for... for the simple decency of leave me alone. You've already taken too much of my money. I concede that. But now just leave me alone. I want autonomy over my, my sovereign soul. Leave me alone. Yeah. And that's what the MAGA party is now. Yeah. And unfortunately, we're still stuck for another two years with the, uh, the bumbler in the White House, um, who, of course, Watch we me. all... 
By the way, we got to keep him healthy. I said it last night. That bumbler in the White House, we all got to pray for him every day to stay healthy. We got to, oh, like, yeah. he's got to go into the 2024 election and run again. Because if he wins again and anybody believes for a split second that that goofball can pop with any. Well, then again, Fetterman. Really? Yeah. Fetterman yeah. Oz, really? The doctor on TV, Harpo Production, Oprah, this, everybody, the cherubic little doctor, and they picked the a patient? What? Yeah. How did how did how did Fetterman win that? I just don't. No one's going to tell it, me. Oprah endorsed him, didn't she? In the last minute, in the last two days. Yeah. That's not really. Who do you who do you after the mail in ballots? The doctor or the patient? I know, of course. What? It's uh, amazing. Hey, you want to uh, you want to see how fearlessly our leader is doing? Let's go to cut five yep. and see as much as we can get on this. G. Now I've been given a list of ten people that I'm supposed to call on. And because. you're all supposed to ask me one question, but I'm sure you'll ask me more. Right. And uh, so you let me start it. off with a list I've been given. All right. Um, Pause it there uh, for a Zeke second. Me- Anybody see anything wrong with that? Yeah, the, the, the scripted questions. The people that are picked? Yeah, I mean, and he already knows the questions. He's prepped yeah. them. So you ask me question A about my ice cream habits, and you ask me B. It, this, yeah. qu- this is all staged. And you're seeing, and, and they're theater. doing it right in our face. Not even hiding it. Not even hiding it. Continue, G. Miller, Associated Press. Thank you, Mr. President. I have two questions for you. First, as you mentioned, uh, <laughs> as you mentioned, uh, voter- how come we never hold you guys the same standard you hold us to? But anyway, go ahead. You have no standards. You mentioned that uh, Americans are frustrated, and in fact, 75% of voters say the country is heading into the wrong direction, despite the results of last night. What in the next two years do you intend to do differently uh, to change people's uh, opinion of the direction of the country, particularly as you contemplate a run for president in 2024? Nothing, because of... (laughs) Wow. Wow. And that's what they want. That's what the American people want. Nothing. (laughs) Yeah, right. That that's what we're dealing with. I know. Hey, uh, what's in your head? Nothing. Nothing. My mind's going blank now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My mind's going blank now. <laughs> it's amazing. He can't. E- he can't even read a room, let alone a country. Watch me. You know, if if the damn thing's on fire, what is he going to do? He's going to go get a hot dog because he's like, oh, you know what? I'd like to. I'd like a hot dog right now. I think I can cook it and instead of running for the door. He can't read the funny papers. <laughs> oh my goodness! Let's Come go to cut six now. because because the hilarity will ensue. He said he he just wouldn't do anything different because, of course, our achievements take a long time to be recognized. That's insulting people, and and I don't think. That was a good answer from the president. You, you don't say. Of course it wasn't a good looks. answer. She got, <sighs> boy, she got some looks. Well, yeah, that's, she's going against the narrative. Amazing. Yeah, yeah well, you know, if, when you look at, uh, you know, everything that this uh, administration is doing, it just looks like he's just a sock puppet in chief. And, you know, Obama's running it from his sweatpants in the basement. Yeah, and and again, they're doing it right in our face. They don't even care. You know, I'm going to read from this list the 10 people who are, have been selected to ask me a question. And like the 10 people have been selected to be senators. Um, on a, just here, on that note, I have a story. I might as, 
Well, you know what? It's about... Uh, tease it. Tease it. Yeah, it's about the new IRS commissioner. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Why you selected someone else to steal your money? Awesome. Taxing story. I'm sure, I'm sure it'll be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back with that story. We'll also come back with some sports and a little bit more. Just, uh, just need you to be there live from Studio 6B, Real America's Voice. Stay there. music that's that's called the blues and a lot of americans are suffering through the blues right now especially when it comes to inflation i mean i mean you got biden claiming victory on inflation because oh it just came in under eight percent Woo, dude you got it with two it's still way up but don't worry because as inflation continues to be a plague on our economy, just like the president, our families, and our savings, uh, the irresponsible spending from the left is going to continue and exacerbate the problem. This year, we witnessed almost every kind of negative economic record set from empty grocery store shelves to 40-year high inflation. And there are no signs that it's going to stop. Maybe leveled off a little bit, but get ready, it's coming back. Don't let your savings wither away while this happens. Hedge against inflation with precious metals and gold from the Birch Gold Group. They've made it super easy to find out more. All you got to do is grab your phone and text AMERICA to 989898. Get your free information kit on diversifying into physical gold and silver, all in a tax-sheltered retirement account. With almost 20 years' experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metals, Birch Gold can help you as they've helped thousands. Uh, for a limited time, Birch has a special offer. Check this out. If if our Real America's Voice audience purchases gold between now and Black Friday, Birch will send you a free gold bar with your purchase. That doesn't sound too bad. So don't, don't allow the left to devalue your savings. Text the word AMERICA to 989898. Get your free information kit from Birch Gold Group. They'll give you all the details and how to claim your free gold bar when you purchase precious metals from Birch Gold. Secure your future with gold and text America to 989898 for your free information kit today. And and yeah, I don't know if you caught that. I think it came in at 7.7. Yeah. And they're taking a victory lap like that's a good thing. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it's down a little bit. Yeah, like there's help on the way. Okay. But but as you know, as Rick pointed out, I think it was Monday when you when you go or Tuesday when you go to vote. Um, first, go to the store, buy some groceries, yep. fill up your gas tank, and then uh, go and vote, and and then think about you know what what it's costing you. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, if you don't have a job because you were fired because you wouldn't take a forced procedure that hasn't been tested properly, yeah, okay, then really consider your vote. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So with that said, let's kick it over the sports and uh, let's see what's happening over on the ice. I hear my Rangers are doing well. Oh, yeah. I'll jump to that. Yeah. Well, the Rangers are doing well. They're up seven to two over the Detroit Red Wings in Detroit. Rangers are lighting the lamp and they're looking good. So seven (laughs) minutes to go in the third. Good game for the Rangers. Um, Right now, Senators and Devils in a good one. Jersey uh, tied at three at uh, late in the third period. Coyotes and Islanders out on Long Island there. No score. End of two. UBS, you barely score arena. And uh, right now, sound like the Blues is winning. 
winning, Rick. Two to one over the Sharks, 11 minutes to go in the second. And the Predators over the Avalanche, one zip, 16 to go in the first. Let's go over to uh, college football. Two games in action tonight. Memphis over Tulsa, 17 to three, minute to go in the second. And uh, Louisiana all over Georgia Southern, 27-7 at the half. And a couple of good little sports stories in football here. Um, I like this story a lot. Vikings' Adam Thielen surprises nurse at hospital with Super Bowl tickets. Now, that's what I like to see more of with these guys. You are the fan of the year. This is from TMZ Sports. Christmas came early for a nurse in Minnesota because Adam Thielen surprised her at work, naming her 2022 Vikings Fan of the Year and gifting her two Super Bowl tickets. The heartwarming moment was caught on video showing the two-time Pro Bowler walking to the health center's courtyard with a custom 22 jersey for Shirley Bowden. The nurse who's worked at the hospital for nearly 20 years is a huge fan of the purple and gold team and was in complete shock when she saw the wide receiver at her job. Oh my God, she yelled while surrounded by our colleagues. <laughs> Thielen gave her the presents and uh, told her he hoped he would see her and the Vikings as well in the Super Bowl together. So good story. Love to hear more of that, seeing teams do that and honoring. I know they do that every year, the Vikings. Class act up in Minnesota. I do like that team. They're good people. And uh, well, speaking of hedges, well, Tom Brady better grow some big hedges over his little uh, his new, his new house there because Giselle Bunchen, she said, keep your friends close and your ex even closer. TMZ Sports. Oh. So Bunchen bought a mansion next to Tom. Why? Uh, I don't know. There, I hear no the police. I'll be watching you. Yeah, there's no good that can come from that. In other yeah. news, uh, local uh, the local telescope store said they've sold out of all telescopes. <laughs> These two are spying on each other. Wow, yeah. So, uh, yep, there she bought her homestead right next to her ex-hubby. Uh, TMZ has confirmed Giselle closed on an $11.5 million. You know, she bought something cheap. She was on a budget. $11.5 million <laughs> beach in the Miami area, right across the creek. How much? Hey, she's right across the creek. <laughs> Where Tom Brady is building a house. Talk about going up the creek. And uh, sources connect with the former couple. Tell TMZ Tom knew Giselle was buying the house. And it all has to do with co-parenting. Making it easy for the kids to go back and forth. Giselle's home is 6,600 square feet. Yeah, it's a small little one bedroom. Uh, And has all the bells and whistles. A home theater, (laughs) gym, and playroom for the kids. And has a dock out back, Paul. Just like Tom's. And uh, page six broke this. And they were saying how nice it would be to have the kids go back and forth on the boat there. They can just drop each other off and be like uh, having a gondolier, right? It's unbelievable. <laughs> so that is some story. Listen, I get I get, I can see Tom Brady in the hat with the Dude, striped shirt. Yeah, there, there is nothing good that's going to come from that. Think about it. Okay, uh, we've been what? We've been separated now. How long? Hey, it's time to start dating. Yeah, somebody's going to get. Uh, OJ. No, yeah. I'm telling you. Well, I don't know about that, but somebody's, <laughs> gonna, get a little, somebody's gonna get a little uh, jealous. Oh, oh, They're gee. gonna reconcile. You watch. Just like he came back out of retirement, you watch. I guarantee you within two years, Slick Rick said it, they reconcile and they get back together again. I really do believe that with the kids, and that'd be a good story as long as they can get along. As long, so they're both gonna go out, date for a little while, they got the seven-year right. itch or whatever, so they spend two years with flings. That's it, Paul. Paul, your box looks like the dating game. What's behind window number two? <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> That's a rap in sports. Oh, man. No, that's, that's, that, yeah, that's nothing good's going to come from that. Uh, you, you know what? You might want to say they're going to reconcile. I say there's going to be a problem. Um, Tom might beat somebody up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or get his right? butt whooped. Yeah. Or, or he might get his butt whooped.
Yeah. Because, you know, she's bringing in some young bodybuilder. Right. Yeah. Anybody takes Tom down, you know, there'll be a flag out for that. Oh, it's 15, you know, 15 yards. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and, you know, he, he's got some big friends. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, True story. It, True story. It, it'll be like that, whatever scene, I forget, where, where, you know, the cop pulls the kid into the garage and he's got all his uh, undercover buddies there. Yeah. He's, like, taking out his daughter. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, yeah. by the way, <laughs> I would yeah. hate for something terrible to happen to you. I'd like I ran to know into a jazz few, tone. A, Thanks. A few of those oh, fathers man. when I, I was your a name. kid. Yep. I ran into a few of those dads with the uh, Amorati <laughs> taking my daughter out. <laughs> <You're so laughs> that's like, you know what's so funny, too? Because it's in Miami, right? That, that's yes. where they are. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's where, what do you call it? Bad Boys 2. Yeah, yeah. When, when, uh... I love that when he comes to the door <laughs> pretending to be drunk. Yes. How old are you, man? <laughs> man he's 32 years old. You look 30. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that, that Florida is a fun place, yeah. man. So interesting stuff. We'll see what happens with that uh, relationship. But as it barrels towards uh, some type of disaster, because yep. the, you you can't live on the same block. You can't live across. You can't be, you know, sitting there. So uh, maybe what's mom in the morning having a scotch and looking through and, and then all of a sudden you see something going on in your wife's house like, wait, that's no, that's not. No, it, it's going to be it's going to be Roadhouse. You're going to see Patrick Swayze running across, to, you know, trying to grab the guy's neck out or something. Pull the, the heart out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I. uh yeah, just bunching. What, what good's gonna come of this? No. Baking, a, baking a bun cake. Yeah, okay. <laughs> how's uh, so, uh, Junior? How's uh, mom's new friends? Yeah. What do you know? Who's that guy cleaning the pool? Who, what's up with that? Uh, that's a rapid sports, boys. Thanks, <laughs> 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 Rick. <laughs> All right, uh, we're gonna change. The, we're gonna change gears up uh, just a little bit. I talked about this Project Veritas clip. Yeah. Um, it's it's a long clip. We'll play a, a bit of it, probably about half of it. We'll play that coming up next. It's uh, it's eye opening and disturbing. And you're not going to want to miss it. And, uh, yeah, we'll and do that. you don't want to unsee it. Yeah, exactly. We'll do that right after this. We'll take a quick break. More live from Studio 6B, Real America's Voice. Stay there. From Studio 6B, Real America's Voice Thursday night. Thank you for joining us. Man, tonight's show is flying by. We got this clip yep. from uh, Project Veritas I want to share with you guys in just a little bit. Uh, before we do that, though, uh, Paul, is there anything else you wanted to hit on in terms of news? No, I want to do the Project Veritas in case okay. it's interesting. We could comment our way through it. I have two quick stories for the last segment if okay. we have to. All right, real quick, uh, because this refers to something we were talking about earlier. We were talking about the elections, uh, how we think the shenanigans are going. Paul has a better creative word he can't use to describe mm -hmm. it. Um, but this breaking from the Gateway Pundit, Jordan Conradson and Rav's own friend of the show, Ben Burkwam, have been removed from Marip Maricopa Presser. Then, as they're being escorted out by the sheriff there, according to the, what I'm seeing here, um, a drone followed them. Hmm. That's interesting. Wow. Wow. Very communist China right yes. there. Yeah. Like those dogs, those robotic dogs. Yes. Earlier today, Ben Burkwam was told to leave the county presser. The Maricopa County officials do not want to 
do not want any trusted journalists, I guess, in the building. They only want the leftist lapdog media to uh, talk about what's going on. Uh, the PIO public information officer, Ron Coleman, who was co- coordinating with the press conference, told Jordan and Ben, you can go to the free, p- free. Oh, there's a free speech zone to protest if you want to. When asked if free speech was allowed on the public property that Conradson pays taxes to maintain, Ron, the uh, public information officer, said no. So there you have it. Welcome to America. Jeez. Jeez. So hopefully we'll, you know what, maybe tomorrow we'll see if we can get uh, Ben on the show and see what's going on. Again, from, uh, from ground zero, as uh, Carrie Lake fights to, uh, you know, win this election. Fair and square, at least at least fairly on her side. Um, so I just thought you guys should be uh, updated on that. And another quick update on something I found. And uh, real quick, um, federal, uh, the FBI is asking a judge to delay the Seth Rich laptop release uh, for 66 years. What? The FBI is asking a Why federal 66? court. Why 66? The federal court to reverse its order to, that demanded the Bureau disclose information from a laptop belonging to Seth Rich. Now, remember, the same FBI that said, we have no information regarding Seth Rich. Then all of a sudden, they were taken to court, and it turns out they had thousands of documents, which they refused to release. Now they also have a laptop, and they're asking for a delay of 66 years to release the laptop, even though Why don't judge, they make it 666 years while we're at it? Yeah, exactly. Even though Judge U.S. District Judge Amos Mazant, an Obama appointee, ruled in September that the Bureau must hand over the information from the computer to Brian Huddleston, who filed a Freedom of Information request for the information. So, oh boy. again, just quick things that you guys should know about, things that, uh, you know, don't get a lot of attention. Well, we try to make sure we uh, fill you in as much as we can. Now let's jump to the, uh, the Project Veritas clip. Um, disturbing would be one way to describe this. I don't think, Paul, you saw this, but basically Project I Veritas. Article, yeah. I read the article. Okay. Project Veritas, well, they had one of their people, uh, well, they hooked up with a Connecticut school director um, who turns out was placed on leave. After detailing, this is the headline, sexual fantasies with minor students, every day there is a different panties on, he said. Talking about the director of writing at middle school English, uh, middle school English teacher, Iman Rosti, uh, who's a seventh grade dean. He's also the seventh grade dean at Greens Farms Academy. And this is in Connecticut. So why don't we go to this clip from Project Veritas? G go. We make sure that panty is positioned in a way that I actually see the thing. That's just brutal. Imagine, if you will, you are spending nearly fifty thousand dollars a year to give your children a top of the line education at Greens Farms Academy in Westport, Connecticut. This elite school states its goal as, quote, provides students with a sense of connection, a foundation of trust and respect. However, in our ongoing Project Veritas investigation into education, rather than uncovering issues of secret curriculums like the one we exposed in Cos Cobb, Connecticut, now we are stunned to learn of a teacher's twisted sexual statements at this private school in Connecticut, apparently about his own students. Have you even tempted? Yes. Oh, 
Every day. Every day. It's very hard. I mean, literally and figuratively. Why? They can solve this. I'm sure they can, but that possibly means me losing my job, my reputation. It's risky. It's way too risky. That's Iman Rasti. Born and raised in Iran, he is a middle school English teacher at Greens Farms Academy, as well as the seventh grade dean and the director of the private school's writing center. He met up with our journalist, and instead of discussing curriculum at the school, he chose to describe his adolescent female students in a graphic, sexual manner for nearly two hours. One thing they do these days, they sit down in front of me. Purposefully sitting somewhere in a class that is completely directly in front of me, they <clears throat> spread the legs wide open. And that's just brutal. Now, now, pause it there for a second. Notice he doesn't say disgusting, inappropriate, it's not something they should be doing. Um, he calls it brutal because oh. it's. It's about him. Oh my! This this is just another example, and, and you know, Project Veritas, hats off, man. Yeah, they're unbelievable. I, they have they have so many of these crews going out and getting into getting these stories about different things that you know you kind of hear about, you kind of think about, and then it goes away. Yeah. But then they produce the evidence of it. And you got to hat hats off to him because this is not easy to to not only watch but probably not even to go through and and get these people to admit. I hope this guy's got to he had to lost his job and get banished back to wherever he came from Iran because that's ridiculous. Well, well, like I said, according to this, um, he's been placed on leave. Leave. What? Leave. He's on leave. So not fired. Lose your job. Lose your pension. Leave. Wow. I, I don't understand how the parents have not stormed this school and demanded his removal immediately. Yeah. And and arrest. There could be there could be uh, a charge, I don't know. I'm not a legal person. Would, I don't know what the deal is in Connecticut. Would you be shocked to hear that people come forward now that they're brave enough to see this video that he made sexual advances at me or he put his hands on me or or worse? I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't be surprised nope. either. All right, let's continue, G. Green, black, white. And they make sure. And it's like they talk to each other, so the three of them do that. The three of them? Two, three, depending on the group, because they are not shy about sharing their. I'm guessing. Sharing their what? Their, their, how they feel or how what they're up to. Because yours do it also solo or together. They're not. I open their legs wide open, and I'm teaching, and I see what I see. They make sure that panties, panties are like. Position in a way that I actually oh. see the thing. You know what? Why is he telling this person this? And it's a female. 
I mean, how is what? Who? What's the context here? Is this supposed to be some kind of a date? I think he's on a date. Yeah. Look at look at the glass. Yeah, oh yeah, he's a female. Like, I can't believe he's talking to a female like this. Right. It's really crazy. And, and what's super creepy is crazy. You know what? These are middle school kids. Even as an adult, I find myself positioning myself when I sit and I start to get bored and tired, and you kind of lean back a bit, right? You kind of do this, and you, you kind of oh, you're tired, and, and your legs get. You put your legs out. I'm sure that the boys and girls both kind of fiddle around in their seats, trying to uh, trying to get comfortable. Because I'm sure that's I'm sure it's not a recliner. It sounds like this guy's saying that they deliberately lead him right. on. Is that R- what I'm right? That, here? That, that's what it seems like. This is repulsive. I want to punch this guy in the throat. Yeah, All right, continue on, Jake. Yeah, but I'm so I control my kitchen, so I do best I can. Because if I do three people are talking there, two people are, you know, it's not going to work. They have to give me all their attention. So I'm talking, and I look down, and I see that. You see what? And I see someone sitting like this. Like what? Like this. Okay, let, let me stop you right there, too, because I remember this when, when I was growing up in elementary school. In elementary, okay, it was a long time ago. I get it. Uh, but back then, girls would wear skirts and dresses to school. Every teacher would be, ladies, cross your legs, sit like this. They would do this constantly throughout the day. Why? Because kids get fidgety. They get tired. They get bored. They, they don't know how to sit. They don't know how to, how to properly stay. You know, they're, they're not doing it on but purpose. But talking about 13, 12 to 14-year-old kids here? Yes. That what we're yeah, that's what, grade, that's what he's saying. talking about. I know. Seventh that's what grade. I mean. It's crazy. But the fact that the fact that he thinks that they're doing it, it to, almost to, seems like to chant to to, to to tease him, to tease him, or right. titillate, or yeah, what a lunatic! Um, all right, continue on, G, a little bit more. See what? You see that? You see that picture of um, the image, but it was not the image, the actual. All right. I think. You say, what did I say? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's your picture that you found. Oh, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Concentrate. How can you continue talking what you're talking when you see that? I don't know. For women, you see. I don't know. I guess for women, it's sexy too. You see a man with a heart, maybe sex. I don't know. If you find that person sex, probably. I don't know if it's sexy for a man to see a woman or a woman to see a I don't know that. But what I know is that it's hard to continue talking as if nothing has happened in your mind, in your brain. Yeah. Thank you for that, G. Um. Wow. 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 This 50 is, grand a year will get you that. And, and, and people are saying in the chat, this is all over the country. You got a lot of people like this, I did this a, craziness. Yeah. Yeah, I what, did what a- What happened to this world? I did a story about a month ago that there was a study that said there was well over 100,000 incidents and cases of things of child uh, abuse in schools from administrators and principals to teachers and phys ed and, and aides. 100,000 incidents last year that go, had gone unnoticed in, in the media. Wow. Wow. 
Wow. Okay. Sick to my stomach. But don't worry, because he's on leave. That's great. Good. I'm sure he's. I cannot believe he wasn't heaved out of the country. Much yeah. less leave. Well, who knows? Who knows? Who knows he's what finished. will happen? I mean, he's finished. Yeah. I mean, that's just it's finished. Disgusting. But that's that's what's out there. And again, hats off to Project Veritas for exposing this. Uh, for exposing this guy. Just leave it at that. Uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back, wrap up the show, get one more sports update and a couple quick news items from Paul. Stay there. Live from Studio 6B. We'll be back. From Studio 6B, Real America's Voice. I had time for a quick shower. Oof. Needed it. Ugh. I'm still disgusted by that guy. Yeah. He's just a creep. And as uh, Brett Kahn on the Getter Chat said, uh, this guy is one step away from acting out. He could be. You never know. That's exactly. I mean, he's verbalizing. Yeah, that's, that's perfectly put. Um, he's really legitimately one step away from acting out. That's right. exactly what it feels like to me. Now, now, Gio, you said that there's more on this clip and what happens? He admits. Yeah, I think we should spare the audience from playing yeah. anymore, but just to give like a brief summary. Um, number one, he also used to teach college and admitted to having sex with students in college. All right. There's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, his line is his high school students. He won't go there. So um, and then also he admitted that some of the stuff he's saying is just fantasy. So he's, so he's admitting he's called. So he's on a date with a woman and right. he's talking about the fantasy of seeing a foot. I can't even. I just want to. And then they actually, I think James O'Keefe uh, speaks to some kind of like, uh, like I don't know if he's a criminal profiler or some kind of like uh, psychiatrist or something like that. But he brings up some of the points you guys are saying about him being. You know, look, you know, the type of person who could have already acted out on some of this or, or be close to it. Dangerous. Yeah. Dangerous. It's obvious he feels comfortable enough that he thinks, oh, this is okay to talk about. Yeah. I, I thought it was a male interview initially. I thought it's probably going to be a, him talking to a male and then talking to a female. Really bizarre. Just bizarre. Yeah. There's, there's all sorts of wrong with this guy. To anybody like that, but much less a female. It's like even really bizarre. Yeah, because if you're on a date, that's that's how you want to impress your date. Hey, right. let me tell you about my my pet. Ex- pe- that's exactly what I'm my saying. My pedo thoughts. Because yes. yes. this is this is fun. Yes. Yeesh. All right. I, I need another shower. Uh, Slick Rick, what do you got in sports? Well, as Let's always, sports rescues us from this craziness. <laughs> Even though sports is crazy, but uh, NFL action right now, Paul. Uh, the third quarter is beginning, and the Panthers are up thirteen three in a soaked stadium. Bank of America, boy, talk about laundering money. No, <laughs> Bank of America, there. It's thirteen to three. It's a washout, but uh, we got another half to play, so we'll see what happens there. But Panthers right now in control. NHL action. Well, Rick's all excited. His Rangers. Eight to two final win in Detroit. Rangers lit the lamp eight times, looking good. And a couple of the games, Bruins. Damage Man's going to be happy in the get a chat. Three to one over the Flames. That's a final. The Golden Knights of Vegas, seven to four over Buffalo. And uh, let's see, we got the uh, Predators and Avalanche tied at one with four minutes to go in the first. And the Coyotes up one nothing on the Islanders in you barely score arena. UBS nine fifty eight to go in the third. Islanders have got to get it going. And the Blues sounds like they're looking. Good 
three to two over the Sharks. End of two periods. NBA, well, Hawks over the Sixers, 98-89. Uh, uh, three minutes to go in the fourth. Trailblazers right now over the Pelicans, 78-74. And uh, one game went final. The Washington Wizards over the Dallas Mavericks, 113-105. And uh, let's shoot over here real quick. I don't know if you heard this story. Fox Sports, Terry Bradshaw slammed for suicide comment about Cardinals quarterback Tyler Murray. This is Jeremy Clough of the Arizona Republic. Fox Sports' uh, Terry Bradshaw has come under fire for a recent comment he made on Fox NFL on Sunday that included Arizona Cardinals' Kyler Murray. On the network's pregame NFL show, Bradshaw, a former NFL quarterback, shared his thoughts during the discussion about whether or not the Cardinals needed to have Murray run more as a part of their offense. He said, they're not going to run. They're not going to do it. They just can't do it. Their mentality is throw, 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 throw. I think if this kid ran five or six runs in a row, I think he'd commit suicide or something. So obviously people heard that. I know that's not what Terry meant, but Bradshaw's comment appeared to have shocked some of his coworkers. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's a little dark for the audience, Howie Long said. Bradshaw recently announced that he had been diagnosed with two forms of cancer, but said that he is now cancer-free. He said that he waited nearly a year to reveal his diagnosis because he didn't want the pity. But yeah, Bradshaw, you know, sometimes in the heat of the moment, you say things. I mean, we've all done it on the show, you know, and that's why we have the swear jaw, right, Paul? But uh, I don't, I, I know that's not what he meant. Like in baseball, you have the suicide squeeze. You know, not, you don't want to say that now. I, and I know suicide is, you know, terrible. I believe me, I'm well aware of that. But I don't, I don't think that's what Terry meant. But you know, you just you can't say anything these days, guys. You know, especially on TV in the media, crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, did you guys? Oh, sorry. Oh, get Paul. I was gonna say, um, did you know they don't in the school books now? You can't say uh, like 2000 BC. It's no. now BCE. BC before Christ is now is gone from school books. And, what does and so, BCE mean? BCE, I believe, mean? is before, before Common uh, Era. Common Era. Before Common Era. Yep. It's been that way for a long time, though. Okay. Oh, has it? Yeah. It's been, it was that way when I was in school, too. Yeah, see, we've been out of school a few years, Paul. <laughs> That's why the boys are younger than us. Uh, well, we started school in BC. That's why. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we did. Exactly. <laughs> I know. Anyway, that's a wrap in sports, guys. Back to you. All right. Thank you, Slick Rick. Hey, Paul, before we uh, throw it back to you, I know you've got a couple quick stories. I'll be real, real quick. quick. Real, real quick. Denise for Trump uh, on the Getter Chat says that Lauren Balbert is now up 1,400 votes um, in her reelection, so she's on her way to retaining her seat. They can't steal it from her. Go. Good stuff. Uh, California Rep. Eric Swalwell. Uh, we know what an honorable guy he is. Oh, think, think, uh, says parental involvement in education is equivalent to allowing medical patients to dictate their own surgeries. Um, he uh, Swole wrote on his uh, um, in in response to uh, Tim Scott that parents. Tim Scott said that uh, parents back in charge of their kids' education. And Swole wrote, "Please tell me what I'm missing here. What are we going to do next? Putting patients in charge of their own surgeries, clients in charge of their own trials. When do we stop trusting experts? This is so stupid." From uh, the guy sleeping with with spies. Yeah, yeah, brilliant man. Good, good. Yeah, it's called uh, your life. You live it. Live it your way. Not how you tell me to. You. Crazy son of a, you know what? Swear jaw. Um, <laughs> so uh, President Biden has announced that his nominee to head up the IRS is Danny Werfel, who served as the acting IRS commissioner under 
Obama uh, during his administration. Werfel is currently managing director and partner at Boston Consulting Group and would replace IRS Commissioner Charles Reddick, who departed the IRS in late October. Werfel was chosen by former President Obama in 2013 to restore confidence in the IRS following a scandal involving handling the applications for tax-exempt status from conservative nonprofit organizations. He also served under George W. Bush, does it remind you of anyone, a lifelong politician like a Fauci or a Barr? Yeah, what can go yep. wrong here? Um, Everything. So th- this is uh, the good news here is the new czar of the IRS is that Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen agrees that Werfel is a qualified leader who will oh, ha- add a lot to the organization. So we have that going for yeah, us. Yeah, which is nice. So I abbreviated the story. So... Uh, we finished anything else to address, but that covers it for me in news. All right. Well, thank you, Paul. Hey, real quick, uh, let's let me just take a look and see if there's anything we can throw in there. Um, I wonder. Can I ask the getter audience because yeah. we get the chat fired up? You think it would work if everybody just had a national quit paying taxes for like two years? Maybe <laughs> we could get the government to leave us alone. Could we? Could we? Is that the only form of protest that we could succeed in? Just everyone just quit. I'm just not paying no more taxes. No, nope. like, not doing it. Sounds like the Tea Party. <laughs> to <do> that. <laughs> well, that, that could be why. Ripping. Maybe you know what? That's why they want everything centralized, like yep. like uh, the digital currency. Forget because cash. then you won't be able to do that, will you? Yeah, you can't trade your cash for somebody's labor, right? Without the government getting a piece of the actions. That's what the mob did. Yeah, and you can't not pay your taxes because they'll just go in and take it. Yeah. Yep, and they could take any no- amount they want. Ugh, just disgusting. Any Anything else out there, Paul, that you nope. want to make sure we nope, hit on? Nope, nope, We only got a minute left. I want right. to thank the audience. And uh, just the Get, a, the, uh, get a Chat was awesome tonight, so thank you for everyone. Yes, as always. So thank you for joining us. Um, remember, we're going to be back here tomorrow night, kicking off the weekend. Speaking of kicks, well... Slick Rick, they're asking for it. Yeah, they are. They want to see the shoot. They've Look seen these shoes. classics before, but they're beauties. Oh, my Lord. They go great with the suit. Rock and roll, baby. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. You know what? I'm going to just chill. Look at what Paul's got. Oh, nice. Look at that. Chocolate brown. I got a suit that can match that. Look what I got. I got a suit that can match anything. By the way, is that a Jordan? Look at this. I like the Oh, look at that. I got to go get myself one of those sweet boomers. I had a pair of Clydes. I was the first kid in fifth grade, man, with a pair of Clydes. 1975. They were green, man. All right. Well, we got to say goodnight to everybody. Thanks for watching. Salute all our militaries, active and retired, first responders, EMTs, firefighters, police, everybody working on the front lines, truck drivers, nurses, you, you serve us all. We appreciate it. Gino and Fran in the booth. Of course, Paul, Slick Rick, and you guys at home. Thank you so much. We'll see you tomorrow night. Live from Studio 6B, Real America's Voice. Peace.